Good morning, Tulsa. I am Rogue Goose One. I am reading the news headlines for the Tulsa area today. I am a native Tulsan, and what I have found is that I like to get up early in the mornings, have my coffee, and watch and read the news. But the only problem is news stations aren't on on Dagon Saturday and Sunday till like eight or nine o'clock. And so what I'm doing to combat that issue is for those of you all that like to get up early and watch and read your news, hopefully you will have somebody to talk to. So welcome in to Coffee Time with Goose. Mmm, having me a robust flavor of Folgers this morning. Nothing too fancy, just your average everyday Folgers cup. But let me know what you're drinking on this morning and we will get on into the news and headlines for the Tulsa area first headline we got up for you today provided by Fox 23 written edition here Tulsa police work to combat combat drug trafficking it is actually pretty wild how much drugs be doing here in Tulsa. I don't know if that is the main issue for our sort of spike in crime as of late, but it has gone really terrible. You can see on the screen, that's not a very great scene for those of y'all listening on the podcast on Apple. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. It is just a picture of drugs. Drugs and needles. We like, we apparently like heroin and meth here in Tulsa. And doing crimes on everybody. Sergeant Trace Zeller with the Tulsa Police Street Crimes Unit says we live in a time where drugs are more accessible. The price of drugs on the street has plummeted, meaning more are coming in. Two common drugs officers are seeing on the street are heroin and methamphetamine. Oftentimes, officers finding more heroin versus meth. Another issue they're finding is drugs laced with fentanyl. Officers say fentanyl is more addictive and dangerous. Officers encourage people to watch out for things suspicious. If they see something, say something. Let's just stop doing fucking drugs, Tulsa. I know... We all like to party. Everything's cool. Like to have a good time. But yo, heroin and methamphetamine would ruin your fucking life. So just knock it off. Stick to the less illegal substances and have a good time. Keep your family safe. Work hard. Go to work. Go to church, whatever the fuck you're into, to get off this fucking sauce. Alright, so there's my thing on that. I do believe we will come across a lot more drug issues here on the show this morning. Because that's what we like to do here, Tulsa. Michigan shooting suspects' parents enter plea not guilty. This is a national headline, but it is one that has sort of taken over the local news stations as it is such a heart 
Belt Story, Pontiac, Michigan. The parents of Michigan teen charged with killing four students at Oxford High School pleaded not guilty Saturday to involuntary manslaughter charges hours after police said they were caught hiding in a commercial building. Wow. So, if I read that correctly, the, the parents are being charged? Because if that is true, that's pretty wild. Probably needs to happen, but that is pretty wild. Yeah, James and Jennifer Crumley entered pleas to each of the four counts over a hearing held on Zoom. A judge was weighing arguments on whether they should be released on bond. Crumbly's attorney, Shannon Smith, said Friday that the pair had left town earlier in the week for their own safety and would be returning to Oxford to be arraigned, but White seemed to dismiss the possibility that was their intention. Maybe. We will let the courts figure that out, but that is a fascinating development in the Michigan shooting uh, case. Here we go. Man sentenced for committing two armed robberies. A Tulsa man who engaged in a series of violent crimes in Tulsa was sentenced Tuesday in a federal court. Chief U.S. District Judge John F. Heil III sentenced 19-year-old Deshaun Patrick to 121 months, just over 10 years, in federal prison, following, followed by three years of supervised release. Patrick also admitted to, let's see, in his plea... Patrick admitted that he pointed a firearm and used it to force to take a minor victim's phone, car keys, and vehicle in Tulsa. When the victim arrived at an apartment complex, Patrick exited his vehicle and pointed a firearm at the teenage victim, along with a co-defendant and two juvenile accomplices. Patrick demanded the driver and passenger exit the vehicle. He and his accomplices grabbed the victim's phone and car keys, Patrick and accomplice drove away in the victim's car. Patrick also admitted to robbing a second victim. Patrick and a juvenile accomplice approached a 74-year-old victim inside the victim's garage. Patrick and his accomplice pointed semi-automatic pistols at the victim in order to gain entry into the house. Patrick struck the elderly victim in the head with a pistol, knocking him unconscious. Both robbery victims are Muscogee Nation citizens, and crimes occurred within the Muscogee Nation Reservation. So that will be dealt with federally, probably. But it just shows... I think we as Tulsans need to start coming together again. We are neighbors, and we don't need to act this way. Teach damn kids not to be robbing old men and minors. This young man is damn ridiculous. Ooh, let's see what we got here. We are talking about 
Oklahoma football this morning as Oklahoma State Cowboys took on Baylor yesterday. I killed that. Basically, I had Baylor beating the Cowboys by 15 points. I did not think very highly of what they were doing in this game. Just because, nothing against the, OU, the uh, OSU football team. It's just that I, I felt like Baylor was playing some pretty good football and the offense for... The Cowboys just wasn't enough for me. Wasn't enough for me to place my money on the Cowboys. And uh, and so here we have Baylor overcomes late P.I. calls. Take a look at it. A minute and a half to go in the conference title game. They throw it up for Martin and a flag down. He couldn't make the catch. Knocked it around for a moment with Mark Milton there, but that's going to be... Pass interference on the Baylor Bears. Tyler Lacey, the defensive end, is a blocker. Jackson snuffed after he got about half of what they needed. Second and goal. Jackson again tries to go up and over and did not get in. On third and goal. This time they will try to throw it. Up for grabs and incomplete. For Oklahoma State, win a conference championship if you score in all likelihood. And perhaps the CFP, Jackson, trying to turn the corner, and he did not get there. Jaron McVay raced him to the pylon and made sure he came up inches short. No question about the call. He didn't get to the pylon. McVeigh in his 59th career game for Baylor with one of the big plays in the history of their football program. And there you have that. The Cowboys had four plays to go ahead and punch in the ball for the victory and just could not get it done. Baylor's defense holds strong which I thought would be the case here. Now, even though I did have a 15-point victory for the Baylor, they were up by 15 points at one point in this game. And I thought I was going to be correct, but I just came a little short. Not that, uh, once again, I don't have anything against the Cowboys. Just when I looked at both teams, the Baylor Bears looked like the better team their offense looked like they would be able to score more points now last night their offense didn't necessarily look crazy good but just enough to beat the cowboys defense now if you want to reach out to me and talk about some of the news stories going on around Tulsa area make sure you come on 
when I am live Sunday mornings at 7. I will then again be live after this for an NFL watch party over at NFL roguenfl.com. I make a lot of content on the internet and I have a blast doing this type of stuff. So come hang out and have some coffee with me. Take a look at this. 12 dogs rescued from an abandoned Bartlesville home. We can't forget about Bartlesville here on the show, even though we are Tossens. We might have some Bartlesville listeners. And Bartlesville is the green country area, which is a part of our home. 12 dogs are getting medical treatment after they were rescued from an abandoned home in Bartlesville this week. Animal control officers say the dogs were alone for weeks with no food and very little water. When the dogs were first brought to Tanya Pete at the Washington County SPCA, she knew that they had been they had a long road to recovery. So let us know what happened. Why were they abandoned in a home? She says that some were dangerously thin and had been locked inside the house to scavenge and fight over scraps for weeks. They had no food and water, she said. So at that point, you can imagine they were, there was feces on the floor and there was quite a smell. I just want to know why they were stuck in there. Alright, here we are, just wait halfway through our show today. We're looking at the upcoming weather using the News on 6 channel. We did get a little bit of lane, uh, rain last night and this morning. Just a very slight amount. Hopefully it didn't bother you guys too much, but you can see 72 degrees today, partly cloudy. Should be a very nice day. And going throughout the week, it's going to get a little colder. Monday, Tuesday, got lows in the 30s. Wednesday, lows in the 30s. Got a 71 degree Friday. And looks like a chance of rain there on Saturday. So that is wild. That is the amount of time until we are next lives. So make sure you get subscribed on here and talk to me about what's going on around Tulsa. So hopefully by the next time we see you, we will have already had this rain. I don't even know what the rest of these graphs even mean, y'all. Data. Ooh, we got here. Jinx defeats Union to secure second straight 6A1 state championship. Union and Jinx faced off for the championship in the state's largest class on Saturday for the first time since 2014. Jinx had won the last two regular season meetings, one of which included a shutout of newly named Union Redhawks. 2021 remarked the 26th straight year at least one of these teams has made the championship game. The first play of the game saw Union's Markai Belt haul in an 80-yard touchdown pass from quarterback Rovan Banks giving the Red Hawks a 7-0 edge and a 15-7 lead at the half. 
So cool. Jinx will go to the state championship. There you have that. What do we have here? Ooh, it's sad to see two dead in a head-on collision on Muskogee Turnpike. Tulsa, two people are dead after a head-on collision on the Muskogee Turnpike near Muskogee. According to the Muskogee Police Department, a car was traveling northbound in the southbound lanes and struck another car head-on. Didn't we just have two of these? I feel like uh, like a month ago, there were two of these that happened uh where people were driving the opposite direction on one of the highways and did some dumbass shit that's just crazy to see two people were pronounced dead on the scene a third was taken to a hospital in tulsa for treatment so our hearts go out to those people for dumbass decision taking lives Oh well, community rallies in support of a five-year-old battling terminal cancer for drive-by parade. I didn't even hear about this. That's the beginning of one message posted on a personal blog for five-year-old Aaron Curry who's fighting terminal cancer. Our hearts are terribly broken to find out this news. Please, if you can, make his birthday memorable and join his birthday parade Saturday, 2 p.m. lineup at Glenpool High School football parking lot. We will all ride for him at 3 p.m. Inoperable and incurable, these are the words we hate to see. Now, the focus for Aaron is quality of life. They don't know how much time he has left. That is just wild and terrible to see this young man. Adorable. I wish I had known about this yesterday. He had his first surgery on his brain March. He had his first surgery on his brain March 14th, and we will be receiving chemo and radiation starting April. His mom posted online. She says they will receive 31 days of radiation, 54 days of chemo. He will also be needing cancer rehabilitation therapy, physical therapy, ophthalmology, as well as speech therapy. City of Glenpool is coming together to support the young boy and his family. Family members are hosting a drive-by, and that was yesterday at 3 p.m. The parade starts at Glenpool High School. It's just awful to see that, but I am, my heart is warmed for the community coming together for this young man. That is just wild, and you hate to see something like that. But it is happening in Tulsa, so we do cover it here on our 30-minute morning show. 
every Sunday. Make sure you come out for stories like this. Ooh, what do we got here from the Tulsa World? Tulsa World's real fucky if uh, sometimes you can't always read. Yeah. Tulsa World can eat my ass. So. Motorcyclist killed after crashing into truck and then hit by another vehicle. Tulsa police say a man died late Thanksgiving evening after he was crashed then hit by a car. Officers were called to 41st and Garnett around 10.30 p.m. Investigators learned the motorcyclist rear-ended a pickup truck, causing his bike to tip. When he stood up and tried to walk off the road, another vehicle crashed into him. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Officers say no one is likely to face any charges. Now, I almost have a problem with motorcyclists being on the streets. It's not that I'm against motorcycles. But you always come out here and you see motorcyclists driving like fucking idiots. Now, you don't, I'm not saying that that's what happened in this case. Because there's not enough information here to make any kind of assumption. And... And he was killed, so that's terrible either way you look at it. But I'm not super surprised we see a lot of motorcycle crashes here in Tulsa. These people are driving like idiots. Now, to be fair, a lot of vehicle, a lot of cars and trucks drive like fucking animals too. The only problem is if you crash your truck being a dumbass, you're very likely to survive that crash. And if you crash your motorcycle acting like a dumbass, you're probably going to die. Because you're protected by absolutely nothing. You got a helmet, sure. But just not going to help you that much. So I don't know what the answer is. Do we need to ban fucking motorcycles or, or what? I doubt that that would get a lot of traction around here. It's because a lot of people like to drive their motorcycles, and so they should. But I don't know what the problem is. We'll probably get, probably do a show just on daggone what to do with motorcyclists here in town. Here we go. Man arrested for allegedly driving under the influence of flipping car overnight in Tulsa. Tulsa Police Department has taken a man to jail after discovering a single car rollover. Well, at least his drunk ass didn't hurt nobody. And our way of life. Yikes. So that's good. Also questioning a man after he shot another man six times during an argument. She was shot six times in New York City. I mean, Kansas. 
Police say a man is being questioned after shooting another man six times at South Tulsa apartment complex Saturday morning. According to the Tulsa Police Department, a verbal argument had broken out between a man and a maintenance worker. Oh, I've already talked about this. I didn't even know this was the same one. We got a little bit of more information here with this one. Tulsa Police Sergeant said the suspect shooter waited for the police to arrive. He said the suspect set the gun down, walked downstairs, and was there when police showed up. The other male was that was involved was at the scene was very cooperative, said the Tulsa Police Sergeant. He was transferred down to the detective division to give a statement. So shit's pretty wild. What is chime in? Oh, this where you. Okay. Ooh, tell some mugs. That's a thing. Let's see. How many we got? Damn, what? What is this time period? This was just Thursday. We got, okay, so just Thursday, Tulsa police arrest. All right, let's take it out. Three, six, nine. 12, 15, 18. Actually, let's just count them and we'll times by three. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. 17 times three. What is that? 51? Fifty-one people arrested Thursday for such things as hold for the Department of Corrections, Colorado. Wow. Domestic assault, violation of protective order, domestic assault, violation of protective order, resisting arrest. Ooh, bad boy. Position of firearm under Department of Correction supervision. Hold. Robbery. Position of firearm. Position of controlled drug with intent. Drugs, theft, theft, domestic assault, taxes due to the state, theft, possession of a controlled drug with intent to distribute meth, yeah, of course, rape, 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 molestation. Harboring a runaway child. My God. Driving under suspension. Failure to apply. Possession of a firearm. Driving under influence of alcohol. Makes you wonder, was that our vehicle flipper? Rape. Sexual battery. 72-year-old man charged with rape by instrumentation and sexual battery. 
God damn, son. Oh, this here was our uh, Tulsa police, or Tulsa international shooter. Domestic assault, threat and violent act, threat and violent act. I don't know what that means. Violation of protective order, obstruction or interfering with police officer, public intact, domestic assault, malicious injury, assault and battery, kidnapping, domestic assault, burglary, 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 possession. We're seeing a lot of burglary. We're seeing a lot of possession. We're seeing a lot of drug offenses, alcohol. I'm almost to the bottom here. Which is pretty crazy. Actually, it's not surprising one bit, as we talked about at the start of the show. Drug, it, Drugs are on the rise here in Tulsa, and it is plum ridiculous. We got to get over this. We are neighbors Tulsa help each other out and it doesn't help it. You got fucking drug ass drug ass advertisements here on even the Tulsa News Show. It's supposed to be medicinal and yet we've got ads like this. So fuck those guys at Okie Toke. Y'all that's drugs are gonna ruin this damn town, and that's just all there is to it. But that is all the time we have for today. We covered some crime, we covered some weather, we covered some sports, and we had a blast doing it, having some coffee. It'll take about a 30-minute show because that is when I need my next cup of coffee. So I've had a blast. Hopefully you guys reach out. We can do another show next Sunday morning, and I look forward to it. So y'all hit me up. Later, Tulsa.